Hey friends, I am so excited to introduce you to my ballerina queen of a friend, Natasha, today. She was a professional ballerina who retired after becoming a wife and a mama, and she is now a dance teacher and what I like to call the queen of TikTok. So get your dancing feet ready, get your TikTok scrolling fingers ready, because we are going to teach you today how to get your videos seen on TikTok, how to create TikTok, and we are digging into everything. So without further ado, let's dig in. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen, and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm a Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys, and I'm a lover of learning, family vacations, and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood, and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard, and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business, and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower, because we can do this, friend, in the middle of motherhood. You're listening to the Busy Years Podcast, where motherhood and business meet. Come tired, leave inspired. Hi, Natasha. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. I am so excited for you to share your story because I think it's one of the coolest. And as someone who used to be in theater and an actor, so you have totally gone total professional in dance and now you're a mama. And I'm so excited for you to share your story and your journey on that. And then to tell us how to become the dance TikTok queen because... Um, <laughs> I, you guys, I have known Natasha forever and, um, she was my bar teacher and you have always given me like, you are my ballerina. I always tell you, you're my ballerina dream. Like I like to think that I look like you while doing bar. (laughs) Yes, you do. Are you kidding? Yes. Oh, so why don't you just tell us, um, tell everyone about your story and how you are a professional dancer and then transitioned into motherhood. Yeah, so I was a professional ballet dancer for a little over 10 years. And in the midst of that, I got married near the end of my career. And I knew I didn't want to dance professionally forever. Um, I retired a lot earlier than most people do. Um, But I wanted to retire before my body told me to. (laughs) So I wanted to end on a high note, kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, And I retired after we had our first baby, Vera. And um, the transition from being a professional dancer to a wife and a mom was amazing, but also like I lost 
all of my identity because all of that happened in maybe a year and a half. So um, that was really challenging and difficult, but I began teaching dance. I was always teaching dance, but teaching dance now, I looked at it much differently. Uh, and it was really, I don't, I don't know, um, made me happy. <laughs> it, it was like, yeah. just, I don't know, it, it made me feel like I was still performing. Like it gave me mm-hmm. that much happiness. So now seeing these, the dancers of the future pursuing their dreams. So that, that was just amazing in itself. So I was like, you know, I want to continue doing this. Um, but I knew that I didn't want to once my kids got older because the schedule is not a normal schedule. So mm-hmm. the schedule for a dance teacher is 4 PM until 9 PM at night. And that's right after the kids get home from school. And I'm assuming that really neither of my kids want to dance. <laughs> of course they're small right now, but, and I would never force that on them. So I was like, I want to be home while they're home from school. I don't want to miss them all day. So my transition from dance teacher to fitness instructor. Cause so I was like, I could teach fitness while they're at school. So I was trying to start that transition while they're younger. And I found a couple of studios that were amazing and I could bring the kids with me while I was teaching. And I found that pretty fulfilling also. Um, but it just still wasn't the same as dancing. Um, so I was still like in the pursuit of finding something that would fit with motherhood and fit with our schedule and still find that fulfillment. Um, so I tried the blogging. I did uh, the beach body coach for a little while, which was actually, I don't know why people talk bad about MLMs. I learned a lot while I was doing mm-hmm. that. And I think it's great. And I was able to do that in the little pockets of time. Um, and then I transitioned because of the pandemic um, into online dance and fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved when I know that you said like, Oh, both of them won't, but I, if you guys ever, if you follow Natasha and I'm sure you will, after you see this, Vera is the cutest little thing ever in your pictures where she's with you at dance and in her like little ballerina outfits next to you. Um, I just love getting to see her and I know that she will probably be a dancer someday, but it's just so cute how, she looks up to you because that's what she watches you do. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely likes the, the fashion of it. Maybe not so much the like athleticism of it though. (laughs) (laughs) And my son, actually, he has more, um, like ambition to do it. So I taught a couple of little baby classes and they did it with me. And Wesley, my son, he was like all about it. And he's, he was only two at the time, but he was pretty coordinated. I'm like, dude, you could really do this. Like it made me excited. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I love how, so then you transition to the online space and that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. Um, I know you transitioned kind of onto Instagram first, or maybe Mm -hmm. you were on TikTok first, but all the rest of us weren't on TikTok. So we didn't know that you were there. Um, So today we're going to talk about TikTok and kind of how, what, I mean, we're going to go from like, what is TikTok and how do I use it into some of the nitty gritty pieces of TikTok. Um, So why don't, can you just give us a little background of like, did, what came first, Instagram or TikTok of like, which, where you grew first? 
Oh yeah. So I was, I was on Instagram first. Um, kind of like trying to navigate that, like listening to all the experts. And I saw a little bit of growth on there, but I was so uh, aware of all of the followers that I knew. So mm-hmm. that my family, friends, even like if for some reason I was mostly concerned about the acquaintances that I like barely knew. So I was always very conscious of what the content that I was putting out there because I didn't want to get judged. And I was like very just, so I, I wasn't being authentic on Instagram, I don't think. Um, and then my husband introduced me to TikTok and he was like, you have to check this app out. It's this new thing. Like, go check it out. So I'm like, oh, so I'm looking at it. I'm like, what is this? It took me three days to completely get hooked. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> Cause I was so concept at first. Cause it's like these weird 15 second clips and everyone you scroll to is just something different. Like it was so bizarre at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would send me the trending dances and he's like, you should try this and do like a ballet spin to it or something. So I did. And I think it had, um, a little bit of reaction because I started to see a lot of growth on TikTok, And at that time, nobody that I knew was on TikTok, So I didn't have that like inhibition. I just, was totally myself and just went there. (laughs) Like the theater geek in me was completely out. Um, And it was really fun, like doing all of that and not being afraid at all. And then I noticed more people coming to TikTok and I'm like, all right, it's too late. People that I knew were following me on TikTok. So then I started taking my content from TikTok because people were already seeing it. And then I would put it on my Instagram and that made my Instagram start to grow. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of interesting to watch. Yeah. So let's just start of people. So the way this interview is going to work is maybe a little bit different than some of our other ones. Um, if you're a normal listener, because normally they come on and I asked people what they wanted to know about TikTok on social media before we chatted. So we're just going to kind of run down some of the questions that they asked and then any other TikTok advice that you have, I want to hear. Um, so the first one that was a resounding question and made me laugh was, how do I even use this thing? Like I have a TikTok account and I've made two videos. <laughs> so, um, and people are like, it feels like it's so hard to make a TikTok video. So can you just explain to us, like, how do I make a TikTok video? How do I make a TikTok video that people are going to even want to watch? Yeah. So the way that I make my TikTok videos is I record it in the app. It's so much easier for me to do that. Um, I know that some other people, depending on what kind of video that you're making, sometimes they will record it and then upload it to the TikTok, but there's a time limit on the TikTok. It's 15 to 30 seconds. So it's way easier for me to record it in the app. That way I know how quickly I have to talk or how much time I have left in the app. Um, And you can edit everything down inside the app and you can add text. You can, you can choose between seconds and 15 seconds in the app and you can either upload your video or you can record in the app which I find is way easier and when you record in the app you can just hold the button down and then once you release it it stops recording so it's just like snapchat or something like that Mm -hmm. Um, and then if you want to edit or cut 
each video down, you can do that inside the app too. So if you have a little bit of extra room or whatever you want to do, you can speed it up. You can slow it down right in the app. So I, there's nothing that I do outside of the app. And then it doesn't take up any extra storage on my phone too. Oh. Um, and I always tell people that they should use all of the features that TikTok offers. So even if you're not going to be using the sound and you want to be using your own voice and not using their music, choose one of the trending songs and then you can turn the sound for the song all the way down and then you can use your voiceover and you will show up in the algorithm for that song, but it won't be playing that song. (laughs) So it's kind of a... Interesting. Okay. So is there a way... Uh, so we both have our apps open. How do you do like hands-free? Because I know you have videos where yeah. you're not holding them or I love, there's the one where you were like getting ready for dance and you're in like normal clothes and you fall on your bed and then you have your uh, dance, your principal tutu on. So like, how do you do that type of video or like, how do you okay, hands-free? So- Yes. So hands-free you'll click there's icons on the far right hand side and you'll go all the way down to the timer mm-hmm. and you'll click that timer and you can either choose the timer to be 10 seconds or three seconds. And I always choose 10 seconds. That way you can like make sure that your angles are right. And then you'll see a little bar on the right hand side of the music and you can kind of slide that to see how far you want it to record. So you can only record for maybe a second, or you could do the entire 15 seconds or 60 seconds there. And then you just click start countdown and it'll start counting down and then push play and it'll record for that one second that you set it up or, or however long you want to record it for. So easy. Okay. Um, so like, how do you find the trending music? Like I know that, or like the trending dance. So I know like there's our first page, like when we come up and it has like the hashtags, but how do you know what song is trending? Okay. So yeah, you know, the hashtags that are trending to see what songs are trending. You'll go and um, push that little plus sign to make new content. And then at the top, it'll say sounds top middle, and you'll click on that. And then you'll scroll down and you'll see trending with a little fire icon and you'll click on that. And then right there from top, this is a whole new piece that I haven't seen in TikTok. (laughs) So then you'll go all the way down. And what's tricky is finding songs that are PG (laughs) because I am a dance teacher on there. So yeah, you can like listen to it. Or if you hear something that you like on your for you page, or you see a a dance or a song that keeps popping up, you can always save the videos too. And then Mm. go back to them as the reminder of something that you want a video that you want to make. Oh man, this has opened up my whole, a whole new TikTok world for me. And just this like, I'm sure people are like, and I'm done. I have gotten all the content I needed out of this episode, but wait, there's more. (laughs) Um, uh, So I, I love that. And um, I think that that is super helpful. So let's talk about the hashtags that go onto a TikTok video. Um, I know we had talked before we came on and I'd love to chat about this a little bit on Instagram in the business world. 
um, a lot of the teachers right now are teaching, don't use the big hashtags. Use the mid-range hashtags to smaller ones to get yourself seen more or to get yourself on like the top trending pages. So I would love to hear your thoughts on hashtags and how you use them and how to know like what hashtags to put on your TikTok videos. Right. Okay. So I feel like this is a lot. You'll have to keep me on track here. (laughs) So on Instagram, I was also taught to use the mid-range hashtags. And that's what I was doing. I was seeing like, okay, growth throughout the years. It was like a steady progression. Uh, And then once I started TikTok and I was like, you know what? I'm following these other people and I'm seeing their growth go through the roof. I'm going to just try to use the big hashtags. So um, just to kind of like trial and error. So I started using the the giant hashtags um, that had millions and millions of hashtags within it. And that's when people started to see me on their recommended pages. And then that's where I saw huge growth and good, good feedback was uh-huh. using those. So that's what I'm continuing doing. I haven't changed anything in that perspective. Um, and I recommend at least trying it. I mean, just see, just see if it works. I don't know if maybe it just works in the dance industry. You, you just never know. And I think things are always changing. Mm-hmm. So what, Yeah. That's a good point I mean. between the industries too. It could be very different as well. Yeah. Um, so how do we know on TikTok? it seems like you want to pick the big hashtags or how do you know, like what hashtags to put on your videos? Like my amateur hashtag friends of TikTok have said, like, put the for you page on there and different things like that. Um, how do we know what hashtags you should tag your video? Yeah. So I always use one or two hashtags that are relevant to my video. And that is it. The rest, I use the trending hashtags. And then I always add for you page or feature or FYP or mm-hmm. for you page. And that has also seemed to help. So I don't think on TikTok, a lot of people use hashtags unless they're looking for something really specific. And that's why I only tag dance or point or tutu or something that's relevant to my video. Um, I'm just using whatever's trending and I try to correlate whatever is trending into my video, even if it doesn't have much to do with my topic. I just had to pop in quick to tell you about one of my favorite clothing boutiques, Statement Boutique. About a year ago, I was just ready to step out of the postpartum, nursing-friendly clothes and find my style again. And with the help of Statement Boutique, I looked a little bit more put together at school drop-off and I felt so much more myself for date night. Having clothes that felt like they were my style again, but fit the busy mom life and made me feel like me. Head to statementdowntown.com and use the code BUSYYEARS20 to receive 20% off your purchase. Again, head to statementdowntown.com and use the code BUSYYEARS20 to receive 20% off of your purchase. Some exclusions may apply. Um, So another question that someone had asked, which I know a lot of your videos are all dance, is TikTok just have to be dance videos or are we seeing videos of people just talking now? Or like, what if my, 
I can't dance at all. Can I still do TikTok? Yes. Yes. The, and the thing is, um, I, I think there's a space for every single person on TikTok. I follow a lot of people and none of them are dancers and they have nothing to do with dance, but they are either offering entertainment, educational, or they're doing all of the trends. So I think those are the three kinds of TikTok videos that are doing something because you have to offer them something, whether it's comedy or something that they're going to learn from or whatever is trending and whatever people are talking about right now. Mm. Okay. So around this, then we could probably circle to like TikTok strategy. Cause I know that you have to have some type of strategy because you have multiple massive trending TikToks and even one that has like 1.5 million views on it, which is so amazing. And I feel like I'm in the presence of a celebrity, but how oh much <laughs> I'm in the presence of the TikTok dance celebrity queen. Uh, like what is strategy around TikTok and um, how do you figure that out? I think the major thing is what can I offer other people? And I know I've heard that all of the time, but what can you offer somebody else? What is your expertise and how's that going to help somebody? And how can you do that in either a really fun, energetic way or just, just whatever it is being you. And I feel like I, all of my videos, like people may follow me because all of my videos are pretty, um, even because they're all like, they're all me. I don't have to think of some sort of like spread or something. It's just like, whatever is happening in my life is going on my, on my page. Um, so as long as you can be true to yourself, you're offering some sort of thing to your audience, then you're going to be pulling people into your page. Mm -hmm. Is there any strategy around like how you continue to gain followers or a strategy that you have found on TikTok that helps you get more followers? Um, where I've seen when I start to get, you know, like surges of followers, it's when I'm offering to give back to my community. So it's whether I'm doing private, um, private lessons for free, or I'm doing a giveaway or I'm going to be going live for free dance lessons or something like that. Whenever I'm giving back is when I see surges in my um, following. Mm, that's interesting. So it's even just like how on Instagram we do giveaways and stuff like that. But that's an interesting point to do like a whole free class live because that's yeah. so much value to somebody. Um, and they can, they can see how you teach if it's something that they like before they start buying whatever your product is. So they kind of get like a free trial run before they sign up. Yeah. Well, that's a great transition into one of the other questions were how do I convert people to customers on TikTok? Um, and how do you get them to click away from TikTok to come to you? Um, yeah. So not all of my videos are business-based and I do that for a reason because I wouldn't want to follow somebody who's just like in your face, like bam, bam, bam. So I try to kind of space them out. So I try to do some entertainment and then educational and then some trend and then 
my business and then kind of go back through there mm -hmm. um, just so they get a little break. It's not like all up in their face. And when I do even the trends or the entertainment videos, I'll still comment. I respond to almost every single comment. I try to, if it's, if it's a recent video, I try to respond to every single comment, especially if it's some sort of question. And then I'll either lead them to my website or I'll give them my email address so that we can kind of get them where they need to go. Mm -hmm. And then they think we have more to offer. Cause a lot of times like on TikTok, everything moves so quickly that mm -hmm. they don't realize that you have a business. So telling them, even if, if my followers have been following me for a long time, I'll tell them in my, in the comments section, they're like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea. So it's hard. It's a little bit harder on TikTok to convert them to get to your website. But the way that I was doing that was through giveaways and um, through just single videos. So on the videos, it would be the text where you're kind of pointing mm -hmm. and it's uh, engaging right away. Uh, like go to my website. I do free classes or like so something that's like, Oh, we need to go check that out. And then uh -huh. there they see everything else that you have to offer. Yeah. How do you do a giveaway on TikTok as to where like on, and maybe it's the same as Instagram that it's like tag a friend or slide the bar in the stories on Instagram for a giveaway. Is that the same thing on TikTok or is there a different strategy around doing a giveaway on TikTok? Yeah. So I, I run my giveaways on TikTok almost exactly the way that I do on my Instagram. Um, except on Instagram, I have them watch my stories too. So I'm like, if you doing the slide, so you got to watch my stories and then do the slide. And I know that you're engaging in all my content on TikTok. Obviously there's no stories, but I'll do the giveaway for an, uh, an entire month or something like that. But they have to like all my content for that entire month to be eligible. And they also have to tag friends in that original video. So people are going back to that original video that when they're getting tagged into it and they're saying, Oh, okay, she's running this giveaway, I've got to go like all of her content for this month. Keeps people going on your page, keeps your views up. Uh, and I found that really beneficial to the growth also. Mm, that's interesting. I never would have thought to ask people to engage on other content. That's yes. a great one. Um, so another question someone had was, um, let me see here. I'm going down our, how do, do you repurpose your content? So I know you talked a little bit and touched on putting it on Instagram, but do you repurpose it anywhere else? Do you put it on YouTube? Do you send it in emails? What are other ways of repurposing your content? Yeah, I have used my content on TikTok for every other platform that I'm on. Um, so I don't do anything extra. I just take that video and what I have to do with my TikTok videos, um, they're saved differently. Obviously TikTok is the full screen and Instagram is a square. So I take my, I save my video from TikTok and it's the, the long version. I have to edit it and fit it into, um, oh, what, what's the editing system that I use? It's just on my phone. Like everything is <laughs> I do everything pretty basic. It's video shop the app video shop. And then okay. right in video shop, there's an icon and it says resize and I click resize 
and then there's a button for Instagram. And I just click Instagram, resave the video, post it to my Instagram, and it's done. And then I, I do the same thing. I keep the edited version where it's the Instagram version, and I upload that to my YouTube page which I have done nothing to, but somehow people are finding me on there because of the TikTok videos. (laughs) Wow. That is so cool. So as we, as we're kind of talking and I'm thinking, and a lot of times business people think like, well, it's just one more app and one more thing that I have to add. But I know you're talking about repurposing and using them across all of your platforms. How, how long do you say, or how often would you say that you're on TikTok a day? Oh, so my, I kind of have, I have a schedule and in the mornings I try to make my TikTok videos and I don't do them every day because that would mean I would have to do my makeup every day, (laughs) which doesn't happen around here. So I'll do my makeup one day (laughs) and I make my TikTok videos and, um, I'll change my outfits if I'm doing some sort of like sponsored post or something and it kind of batch create. But it's not just on a whim. I plan them out either the night before or a few nights prior. And I write down my list of everything that I want to do, have my songs all saved on TikTok so it's ready to go. I'm a mom. I don't have a bunch of time before my little minions wake up. So I've <laughs> got to like get this. Um, so I set it up all the night before, batch create, and then I release them throughout the week. Mm. That's a great, I mean, just like you had batch content, anything for Instagram or anything else like that, that is a great, that's great and great advice too, that I would have never even thought like, oh, just save all the songs. There's just so much good wisdom you're giving in this episode. (laughs) Save all of your drafts on TikTok, like indefinitely. So I have so many drafts just just waiting to be posted too. some things that I don't really care for. I'll just save them for later <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll still use them. Yeah. So I have a lot of content just, just sitting there. Oh, that is really cool. Cause I have done a few videos and they are just sitting there. Like they were just silly and I, I honestly don't know how to delete them. <laughs> so they're just okay. in there. slide them over uh-huh. and then there'll be a little bin and you just click that trash bin, but don't, okay. This is the biggest thing. Like TikTok is way different than Instagram where Instagram is like, you post your like best self. And it's like this really like filtered image. And on TikTok, I think what, what I like seeing anyway, in the videos that get seen the most are just like totally unedited, kind of just like raw, you're a human being mm-hmm. videos. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, that is true. As to where Instagram so often they want to see like your perfect professional pictures mixed in with some of your other, you know, like here's me and my kids. I'm like, I'm a normal human being, but we still want it to all look cohesive and pretty as to where your TikTok feed doesn't need to look that way. Yeah. So do you have any other advice that we didn't cover on TikTok that you can think of or anything that, um, maybe has helped you to go viral on TikTok or any, any other advice? I am a believer of shock value. (laughs) I love (laughs) shock value. I always have. And like, sometimes I'll say things and I don't mean them just because I want to see people's reactions. (laughs) So I think shock value is really good. 
uh, especially like right away because you're sitting there like if you have scrolled TikTok, you know it's just like one video okay next you've got to catch somebody's attention in the first like second or two mm-hmm. so if you can do that in any way like get up close to the camera or like, some sort of like flashy text or whatever whatever you think would catch your audience's attention right away so that they stop and say hey i want to know what this is about. So you, you want to say what your video is about right away, just so that people don't keep scrolling. That's my biggest advice. Mm, this has been so good. And I feel like there may be so many people that are going to become massive TikTok influencers after I hearing this. So. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's so fun, but it, I think the hardest part is just getting started. And to figure out like, well, what content do I even put out here um, to start yeah. with is some of the hardest things for people. Absolutely. And the videos that I first started with are completely different than the videos that I'm posting now. So it, it just same with my Instagram too. Like I started out just posting photos of my kids and now that my, I have more followers, I don't post any of my kids on Instagram just because of their privacy and things like that. So yeah, don't don't think that whatever you post the first few videos is going to be you're going to, going to be stuck with. Like I have evolved on TikTok and my followers for some reason have stuck it out <laughs> through me changing into dance teacher rather than just dancer on there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Don't feel yeah. like you have to just stick into one mold. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you so much for all of your TikTok advice. The last question I always ask people on the podcast, since we're all about motherhood and doing your thing in the middle of motherhood, what is your advice that you could give to a mom that's deep in the little years of motherhood? Oh my gosh. Um, I have so much that I wish that I would have done differently, like sleep when they sleep. They really mean that. Uh (laughs) I wish I could go back in those sleep deprivation days and just laid down and not felt like I needed to clean my house because someone was coming over. Like no one cares. They're there to see the baby. And that is so true. So just Mm -hmm. get sleep when you can. Um, and just embrace the chaos. Like my kids today were jumping around being crazy and I was trying to make dinner and this was my best advice was just to join in. (laughs) Like if you can't beat it, join it. So (laughs) that helped save my sanity. It's like, Oh my gosh, they're being crazy. Why don't I just join in? And then they're like, (laughs) happening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I could totally see you being like, all right, you're going to be crazy. Let's just turn it into a dance party. And here we are. Yeah. You think you're the queen of crazy. It's not true. I yeah. am. <laughs> you don't even know who your mom was before. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and all your TikTok wisdom. I'm sure that people are going to maybe even have more questions after this. So um, they can come over on social media and ask you questions as well. So where can they find you if they want to find you after this interview? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram or on TikTok at, at Miss underscore Natasha underscore Jade. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for being Thank on the podcast. This was so much fun. Wasn't this episode just jam-packed with amazing content? One question that I did get from people after they knew that we were doing this episode is they wanted to know 
how Natasha felt about is TikTok going away? What's going on with the privacy? And when we recorded this episode, that was just coming out. And so we really didn't know much information. So I just want to encourage you that if you are going to get on TikTok, make sure that you read the privacy policies, that you understand and know where your information is going and um, who has access to it before you join TikTok. As any social media app, you should be checking and knowing who has access to your content and what do they all have access to. So that's what I'm going to encourage you with TikTok. Again, in the United States, we're not 100% sure um, if TikTok is going to be allowed, but Natasha did update me that she got an email from TikTok saying that they were working on their privacy policies and what that included. So make sure that you just check out the TikTok privacy policies um, to get more information on that and do your own research when it comes to social media. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you can go make some great TikTok videos. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Busy Years Podcast. This episode's show notes and all past episode show notes can be found at michellehagan.com slash podcast. I would love to put a face to the listener. Come over and join me on Instagram at michelleannhagan. Or you can join me in our private Facebook community just for the Busy Years Podcast listeners called Hey Mama, Let's Connect. This is a community where you can dig in a little bit deeper to your dreams. Share your dreams out loud with like-minded people. Let people cheer you on in what you are currently doing to chase your dreams. And learn a little bit more about our episodes. And I'll even pop in there every once in a while to teach live. I can't wait to see you and meet you, my friends. Hey Mama, did you need someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams? That you can take action in the middle of motherhood? I just wanted to pop in and give you another reminder, friend, that you got this. You can do this in the middle of motherhood, no matter how busy the years get.